We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just let me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome to an all-new episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast, the number one game show podcast recorded in this building. Actually, I don't know that for a fact. No, that well, might okay. not well, be. We have a to. Fact. We have to ask around. We have to talk to some. Right, we'll do some R and people. Yeah, but hold on, that guys, um, and we will come back to you in the next couple of months and let you know mm-hmm. if this is in fact the number one game show podcast in this building, hosted by. John Baker, that's and me. And Jonathan Motney. Wow. I'm glad. And hey, if you could if you could actually whisper for the whole podcast cuz our downstairs neighbor came up and said that we walk too much in our apartment. So, if we could do the whole You thing. fucking walk in your apartment? Dude. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, and look, I get it. I get it. But I don't stop coming up here. <laughs> Stop complaining about that. Did he come up and complain about um, how your ceiling is made up of saran wrap? Are you sure? At this point? Oh yeah, that's right. It is Some saran sort of wrap. Tarp like it's a like it's a rain out at a baseball field. Well, what they do now, and apparently this is popular, is mm-hmm. this a, is a new style. Oh, this is like it's a like a minimalist new style. Ceiling. Sort it's of like thing? if you let's say that you want to buy shoes, but you want minimalist shoes, mm-hmm. you just don't buy the shoes. Okay, and you so, so put it's like plastic a no, bags like a around no your feet, thing. right? So why why don't you have a ceiling? Why? Uh, so yesterday, no nope, lies. Uh, Friday, okay. I was at home and heard some rushing water, and not like, like a, rushing water. Like a river was coming all of a sudden. Yes, correct. Like okay. it was too close to be that. It shouldn't have been that loud. Okay. So then I start seeing some water dripping from my ceiling in my living room. And so I start moving furniture. We don't have much, but we have a little couch there and a table. So you I don't want it to push. get dripped on. Right. Yeah. Fair. Maintenance guys came down a couple minutes later and said, oh, sorry, we were working on a heater up in your attic. And we, we hit a pipe or, or a pipe burst or something. They, I don't think they <clears> said they hit a pipe. Okay. That would have been stupid legally. Right. And then water started to drip down more and more and more, started to get a little heavier. So everything had been moved out of the way. I started to put two buckets down where it was most heavily dripping. Right. Smart. And then I heard some noises I had never heard before. Loud creaks like and cracks. Like your mom and dad. Right. Like you're like, were what you are guys those wrestling? Noises? You don't sound like the TV <laughs> yeah. wrestlers. Creaks and cracks. Sorry. Creaks and cracks. And then my ceiling fell down into my living room. I had to jump out of the way and I screamed, Hey, for some reason, <laughs> as if, I don't know if, I think I thought there were people up there Knocking and I was like, what you're doing is yeah, bad. Yeah. And so I screamed, Hey, did you go and knock and complain until I'm stop walking so much that the <laughs> ceiling falls down? Hey man, look, I hate to be that guy, but, um, you broke the ceiling. The ceiling fell on my head mm-hmm. a little bit. There's a little bit of ceiling in my hair at the moment. Yes. And so our apartment has... Can you smell it? Is there a nice musty smell in your nostrils? Have we lit enough candles to cover it up? I thought that was your cologne. No. Oh. You thought my cologne was damp water? Mildew, yeah. By Justin Bieber? <laughs> yeah. Damp water by <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> Speaking of today's episode, it's brought to you by... Uh, today, today, today uh, that sucks. Uh, when, when are they going to put a new ceiling on? Monday, Maybe. The maintenance guy wasn't super <laughs> clear about it. Clear about what was going to happen. They did all come right. and clean up, but I I moved all the big pieces of the ceiling out, and they helped clean up what I assumed was I don't know brown sludge. I think is what they call it in the yeah. business. That was nice of them to come and I know help clean up the ceiling that they. Collapsed. And you know what was really nice about them is that I had to call to get them back here to help clean up the ceiling that had fallen <laughs> into my. <laughs> oh, it wasn't like a volunteer thing. No, no. Okay. No. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, we'll we'll record from here and hope we, we're not inhaling anything that's going to kill us mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. 
Um, cool. So today we're going to be talking about a game show that is very old and very new. Hey, Baker. What? Ba-da-ba-ba-bop. Name that tune. Oh, you're doing the McDonald's thing again? Oh, damn it. Yeah, but like in context, it works now. <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> that was the McDonald's theme song. That's mm-hmm. I'm naming it. Before we get into that, we've got a sponsor. We do. You've, you've brought us a, another sponsor. I am... I'm pretty good at finding new sponsors every time, considering they all go out of business. It is crazy that anybody would willingly be on this podcast <laughs> after how horribly every other business that is advertised with us has performed. Yeah. It's it's quite wild. Uh, if I were a business advisor, I would say don't do it. Right. But if I were me, I would say, give me money, please. Yeah. Uh, very different personalities between... <laughs> Well, a business that, advisor. Well, right. The, a business advisor talks kind of like this, and I talk like this. <laughs> You've known me for a while. I know. Anyway, okay. First line is me. Yep. Today's game show deals with many different tunes. Oh, look at that. Whoa. <laughs> it's custom tailored. How'd they know? Today's game show deals with many different tunes. And you know what they say about tunes? Can't live with them. Can't hear them without headphones. headphones. That's right. Today's sponsor is Barely There Headphones. Over-the-ear headphones give you the best music listening experience, but they're so bulky. And ugly. I wish it was possible to use high-quality over-the-ear headphones, but not look like I'm at a gun range. Or that pretentious guy that buys the Vic Firth headphones made for professional drummers, even though he's only taking one semester of an intro to drumming class. Hey, I had those in my intro to drumming class in college. That's That's so weird. weird. Well, now there is something else. Barely there headphones deliver that great sound quality without the ugly look. Fill out their their application online and they'll send you their patented ear molds. Just put the molds in the microwave for five seconds and place your ear into the softened putty. When your molds are dry, ship them back to BTH headquarters and let the magic begin. So this is kind of like when you got a mouthpiece from Academy Sports or when you were a, a kid. Or a retainer. And you put it in the boiling water. And, Correct. All right. So the boiling water of your ears. The BTH team then begins to craft the over-the-ear headphone to look like your actual ears. Just five times the size. Now you can confidently walk around town listening to all your favorite jams and pods. Without a bulky and ugly design, you can have the confidence to ask out that special someone. Or tell your boss that you're gonna take that extra Friday off. Heck, who knows? You might even have the courage to confront the guy your wife's been sleeping with and give him the old one-two, Mr. Magoo. What is that? Could you describe that? I mean, I'm not hip with the terms nowadays, but oh, I have okay. definitely heard people on TikTok say that. Oh, have they? Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess if you say they have, I, I believe it. Come on down, listeners. Get 5% off their order. What a deal. Get 5% off their order with the code, can you ear me now? Barely their headphones. Cool tunes. Cool look. Wow, that's yeah. cool. So you look like Ross Perot. <laughs> Yes. But you're listening to music all the time. And nobody is, nobody's, and everybody's none the wiser. Wow. That's what a great product. I can't believe nobody's ever invented this before for some reason. I know. Anyway, I mean, obviously, that product is just a perfect tie in to our game show for the day, which Mm -hmm. is Name That Tune, which is, again, just about the most basic concept for a game show that <laughs> yeah. you can possibly have. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to play a song, and then you guess what it is. Mm-hmm. This was where... Uh, was it... No, what's what was the app that you could... It was Shazam. So popular. This is where it came from. It was copied As Shazam of, was initially... It was somebody else was... You had to call somebody. And somebody else is on the line, and you had to hum it to them, and then they would tell you, and then it slowly evolved into so like it was more like of a the, AI situation. It was the movie phone version of Shazam. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, yes. figure out what this tune is. Um, yeah, so name that tune. There's a new version that just just come out. There's been one episode so far, but there's an old version. It started on the radio, which was like. It was kind of like podcasts, but before the internet. Wow. 
That's how I would describe the radio. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. It's wild. So they were wild. over 70 million different radio shows? There were like six or so. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it started in 1952 on NBC Radio. Wow. Also, this was back when all like NBC, ABC, CBS, they all had radio mm-hmm. because, you know, TVs were a new thing. But <clears throat> NBC Radio started, it ran from 52 to 54 on there. And then in 1953, it became a CBS television show, a, t- a TV televised game show. Wow. Hosted by a guy named George DeWitt from 53 to 59. And so the original show, there was another similar-ish radio game show before it. What was it called? It was called Stop the Music. Tune that name. Yeah. <laughs> It was called Stop the Music, and it had, like, audience members and people on the phone mm-hmm. trying, like, saying, like, stop the, stop the music and guessing what Shazam. the song is. That's right. yeah, yeah, Shazam. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was the original Shazam. It'd be due to copyright reasons. That's why they had to change it. Okay. Stop the Music. But, so, Name That Tune kind of took that general idea and turned it into a two-competitor head-to-head Ooh. competition game show, which is what it has been since then. So, like I said, it started in 1953 on CBS, and it was a little weird because, okay. <laughs> again, I feel like the, what was nice was it seemed like they were trying to differentiate this TV show from what a radio show limitations are. Like, right. Because we've talked about other shows where you could do it exactly the same on the radio as on TV. Yeah. The way they did this differently was so there were two competitors and a tune would start playing. Those two competitors would be sitting side by side, much like we are right now, in chairs. Yeah. And then there was kind of just a, a hallway basically in front of them. Like a shining hallway? Yeah, there was little children riding around on tricycles. <laughs> uh, it was basically a little narrow walkway or whatever you ha- what have you. And there were two like ship bells, like the big uh, pull string yeah. bell things. And so you're sitting there. The orchestra starts playing the tune. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you go, oh, I know this tune, what you then do is Stand up and sprint to your bell that's like 20 <laughs> feet away and pull on it to ring it. Right. And then the first person who has rung their bell gets to give their answer. And buzzers weren't invented yet? Oh, no. They or... were invented in like the 30s. This is oh. just, you know, a fun new way to do it. Yeah. It sounds like a liability. Because also on the show at another point, they use a buzzer, so... Um, I was like, we can't have two buzzers. <laughs> yeah, they situations. can't have a, a double buzzer. So, yes, they're sprinting. It's basically, again, it's kind of like a game if you invented it as a child with your friends. Yeah. Like, okay, you got to sit here, and then you sprint over there, and whoever's fastest yeah. and rings it, then you answer. There always um, seemed to be some sort of a physical element with kids' games. It wasn't right. usually cerebral-based. Right, because kids are stupid. Well... Yeah. They get easily entertained by the running aspect of it. And yeah. Worn out, you know? That's right. There's no kid that's like, why are we running? <laughs> right. Like, Shut like, up, yeah, Jason. Well, I want to run. Nobody likes you, Jason, because you ask stupid questions like that. Wow. I'm sorry, Jason. I like you. <laughs> you like a fictional young boy? I like young boys of all types. Okay. Fictional and real. Okay. <laughs> so You're like Peter Pan. You're a creepy Peter Pan with a beard. What? No, Peter Pan was cool, and I'm cool. So (laughs) the game show had an orchestra, a live orchestra. like Already on board. Already on board. Which is cool. And then like in the 50s, you know, there weren't as many songs as there are now. I feel like it it was probably a little easier. Yeah. What do you think a 50s version of WAP would sound like? Uh... I don't think it would sound like anything. I don't think we would. You want to know what's crazy? What? There was a jazz singer, and I forget her name, but she was 
dirtier than the song WAP. What? Yeah. John and I were, I don't know what we were watching, but she came up and her songs were, had the upbeat, quick jazz right. tempo. Except it was a woman singing, Yeah, put on your cock and I'll suck your cock and I'll suck your cock and I'll come down and you'll fucking finger my... And what? I'm not... That was an actual quote. No. Yes. Come on down. I will suck your cock was an actual lyric. And apparently people that are aficionados and like huge jazz fans, this is someone they know. It's, it was just... She was such an iconic, strange, aggressive, but... Wow. Confident woman singer in the era of that not being really a thing. That's very weird. Were you watching Ma Rainey's Black Bottom on Netflix? Um, no. Did you see that? No, what is that? It's a new film. It's got um what's her name? Yep. You know. No. <laughs> from uh from The Help. We've talked about the help before. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh the the lead in help? Viola Davis. Okay. And it's got Chadwick Boseman. Okay. And she's like a jazz singer named Ma Rainey, who's a real person in, you know, the 30s or whatever. Is she a dirty singer? I don't know. She sung about her black bottom. I'll tell you that. This might be. But I think that was kind of a a standard of the day, of the jazz day. Okay. But anyway, there were... I watched... There's not much of the 50s version available, like one episode that you can find on YouTube. Is it because like everything else, they just re- they just delete it, over it. it. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're bored with this. Let's delete it. So it ran from 53 to 59. It then had a syndicated version in 71 for a year. Mm-hmm. Then from 74 to 81, that was the longest wow. uh, syndicated run it had. And then it came back for another year from 84 to 84. Five. So from that run throughout the 70s? Yeah. Who was the host? Was it the same guy? No. It was some guy named um, Kennedy. Tom Kennedy. Okay. Great in name. In the 70s. And there was another guy named Jim Lang that hosted it in the Jim Lang. Version. That's what I think of when I think Jim Lang. You think Jim Lang a lot? <laughs> just like... <laughs> you frequently that, just think that, that Jim, Southern drug mm, Jim, Jim Lang. Lang. Yeah, he did talk about... Name that tone. <laughs> That's what he always said. It was weird. <laughs> so in the original version in the 50s, there was, like I said, this sprint towards a bell thing. <laughs> and they would play. It was very simple. They would play like four songs. Mm-hmm. And they were worth like five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars each song progressively. Would they give them cash? Like in the 70s version? No, they, uh, they would not. And... Whoever had the most after those four songs won. And did got... they get to keep the bells? <laughs> no, they did not keep the bells because then Angels was worth getting its wings or something every time <laughs> they buzzed in. And then they went to what was called, and it still is called, the Golden Medley. Mm. So this is where the buzzer comes into play because you've got 30 seconds to buzz. Uh, to identify seven songs that are being mm-hmm. played. And so they start playing the first song, and you buzz in as soon as you can recognize it, and the clock stops and the band stops playing, and then you give your answer, and you have to get all seven right to win the grand prize. Of? I think it was like $5,000 at that point in time. In the 50s? Yeah. And wow. all of those songs were chosen by a listener at home. Just one person? Yes. So it's like the opposite of Family Feud. We pulled right. one yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. And so if then you won the Golden Medley, mm-hmm. then there was the Golden Medley Marathon the next week. And mm-hmm. what happened was the audience member that chose all those songs got flown to New York for the next week. And the two of you now played together. On another golden medley. So but you're playing hard. against this person? No, you're playing with them. You're trying oh. to guess it together. Okay. Either of you can guess it. But now you only have to do five songs, but they're harder. Mm-hmm. And there's a theme to them, like a single composer or something like that. Okay. And you double the money. And you can do that like four weeks in a row if you keep winning. So it's like Jeopardy. You just get to keep coming back. Yeah, but only four times. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was that was a weird 
audience interaction version of it that it was like, yeah. And now we're going to fly that person in next week. <laughs> How did you get chosen? Do it again. They just screened it somehow. And yeah, I'm not you? really sure. Maybe wow. call in, call, talk to the operator, whatever. But yeah, and then you, you just kept coming back much like Jeff, Jeff, Alex Trebek last Jeopardy episode mm. was last week. What did you watch it? I saw parts of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. Wow. I, so you have zero respect for Alex Trebek. I have so much respect for Alex Trebek. Uh-huh. You just didn't, you couldn't take an hour out of your day to watch no, his I had last some, show. No, I had some stuff going on. What was that? Was your ceiling falling? No, honestly. Because my ceiling fell down and I still had time to watch the episode. Did you watch it? I mean. You just had time to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. I, right. I did have an hour. I didn't do it. Well, yeah, no, I saw parts I of it. I played Switch. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I, I did see parts of it and I, I don't want to spoil too much, but he does die at the end. Oh my dude. So. Well, now I'm not going to watch it. That's a bummer. Now I'm not going to watch it. Um, no, I am well, still going to give myself an hour to have time for <laughs> right, it. You, I'll not, have time for it, but I'm, I'm not, not going to do it. it. Yeah. So it was, it was the last Jeopardy with Alex Trebek. Mm-hmm. Now they'll be doing some other stuff. Very sad. We haven't done an episode on Jeopardy yet. We will in the It's just too, we're morning It's right too now. soon. It's too soon it's to do Jeopardy right now. But RIP Alex Trebek, who yeah. died a couple months ago now, but filmed his last episode in October. And you know aired. who he reminds me of? Who? Mr. Rogers. Mita Raja. No. Oh. Mr. Rogers? Yeah. The, the kind elderly yeah. gentleman with the sweaters? I mean, I've never... I've got a cardigan on right now uh, because Think about Mr. it. All, all Mr. Rogers wanted to do was educate and give kids... Uh, you know, some emotional intelligence, let them know that, you know, introduce hard topics to them. That's yeah. all Alex Trebek is doing. He, because I, I think I read an article and it was just a journalist who spent a day with him. And the whole point, the theme was he just loves learning. He just truly is somebody who enjoys knowledge and was yeah. able to do that in his job and apparently had crazy random facts to talk to this guy about when they were hanging out, which I think would be annoying if it was too much, like if you're at a, a party and, and the one guy comes out and he's like, Hey, did you know that orangutans have the wingspan yes. of giraffes? <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> and you're like that nobody was talking about either of those things. Right. We get it, dude. You know, random you know facts so. from one of those toilet books you read. Those are good books. Though. 30 random poop facts. <laughs> 30. That's a short book. That's a short. The, each poop. one is seven chapters. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's a lot of. It's the backstory to how the fact became. Okay. I like it. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think I think Alex Trebek was probably a pretty good dude. I, I don't know if I would put him in the class of Mr. Rogers in terms really? of. Really? Mr. Rogers is like, if there's anybody. It goes, well, what's your top three best people? I guess best, nicest, whatever. Uh, most honorable three people you know. It could be alive, dead, or most or haven't been three born yet. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's wow. It's gonna be tough then. Um, most honorable three people I know. I would probably say. Um, Mr. Rogers, Groucho Marx, and me. <laughs> Groucho Marx. Yeah. Why? Because of that mustache. You just, that guy's got to be honorable. Look at yeah, his face. You can't, you, you can tell. You can tell by looking And at you him. are three. Do you think well, that I'm not, by I'm not you, ordering them one, two, three. Do you think three, that by you saying? putting yourself in the most honorable might maybe dock you a couple points? Of no, it just shows, it just shows how honest I am. Think about it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the truth, you know? Mm-hmm. No, but seriously, I think like if, if you said to me, and orangutan hey, like, wingspan. Heaven, heaven is a real thing, mm-hmm. but it is it is very limited access. It's a very it's VIP, VIP situation. Very VIP. There are a lot fewer people in there than you think. Do you think that people have to wait in a line out front, and if somebody does something bad and gets sent to hell, they're like, okay, one in. Yeah, and you get and you get access if you have a whole bunch of hot chicks. I was gonna say all the hot chicks get in right away. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a lot Dolly like that. Parton. She's alive. She, 100%, yeah, I know, but when okay. she passes away, 100%, she's in first yeah. in the door. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but if you told me it was like, it was I like don't very, know why I chose Dolly Parton. She's <laughs> the hottest person you could think of. I, I think that For I had seen her recently. Year old. So. Um, I think 
if there was one per if you were like <clears throat> listen this is life gun to your head wow you have to name one person that's in heaven and if you miss it you get shot i think i would guess mr rogers as the one person that's, okay that i guarantee is in heaven not jesus and is he a real person He's a spirit, you know? He's a, the father. I mean, now Mr. Son, Rogers is a spirit. The Holy Ghost. Yeah, but, like, Jesus had, like, he, you know, he kind of already existed before he was Jesus. And also, how honorable <clears throat> can you be if you're just wearing around pretentious Birkenstocks your whole That's life? That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, All right. So, anyway, name that tune. <laughs> this is the show that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> in the 70s. It got revived uh, in 71 for a year, then 74 to 81, the the long syndicated run that it had there. Mm -hmm. They also featured a version in, or an event in that version called Mystery Tune, where there was basically like a safe of envelopes with sheet music in them. Whoa. And then you, so you chose at random an envelope and then they gave the envelope to the composer slash conductor yeah not composer it's already been composed the conductor slash pianist and you go it was weird they did like you go into a soundproof booth with that you can only hear the host and the pianist so you can't hear the audience set up before right and then they play i think seven notes or something like that from Mm -hmm. the song or 10 seconds of it, whatever it was. And you have to guess your answer. And then they like record your answer and the audience doesn't hear you. And then you come out and they reveal like the composers of the song. Mm-hmm. And then they play the, your recording of your answer and then tell you if it was right or not. Okay. So it was a weird, like convoluted, Seems very stretched yeah. out. Yeah. It was, I mean, if there's one thing I could say about this show in general, in every single iteration of it from 1952 to 2021, mm-hmm. it's very stretched out. Okay. There's only a limited amount of songs that they feel like they can play in a given episode. So they do a lot of other stuff to stretch the yeah. show mm-hmm. out. Um, <clears throat> Jesus. Are God. you okay? No. I think I'm inhaling uh, ceiling. ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> And then this this version also introduced the bid a note round. Which, I love this section. Which still exists in the 2021 version, where they give you a clue about what song you're about to hear. Mm-hmm. And then you say, I can name that tune in six notes. And I can name it in five. Right. I can name it in four. Name that tune. It is Vivaldi's Four Seasons. No, it was the McDonald's thing. Oh, (laughs) damn it. I always get those two confused. Yeah. They're very very similar in parts. But so, yeah, it goes like that. And at whatever point the person is told by the other to name that tune or dared, basically, to name that tune. It's a double dare is what it is. Yeah. Then they, the pianist plays however many notes they've said of the song, and then they have to guess. Pianist and, sounds <clears throat> like it's somebody who's struggling to say the word penis. <laughs> it always is such a weird... Can we just not say piano player? It's too many syllables. Dude, my pianist is so good. I'm glad to hear that. He sounds like a talented musician. Oh, it had to be a man. Did it. Yes. <laughs> Next. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. If you wanted a good one. <laughs> oh my god. Um so yeah, that was a that was a fun part that was introduced in the 70s version that is a big aspect of the show as it is today as well. It has moments of lull, but it's in itself tension building. Yeah, yeah, I I will say like the the going back and forth and the, sometimes you can the hint is very clear. So easy. Yeah. Like so there's only been one episode so we've seen the same episode certainly. So uh but there was one. So the new version just premiered on Fox. It is hosted by Jane Krakowski, 
Who... Fox sounds like someone who's struggling to say the word fucks. <laughs> yeah, it, uh-huh. <laughs> correct. Everything has something to do with sex to you. Yeah. Just somebody struggling to say Just something. Just since a it. young do age. Do you struggle to say a lot of stuff yeah. involving sex? Is that is that <laughs> what we're learning right now? So Jane Krakowski, who I think most people know from 30 Rock, I think most famously, uh, who on the Wikipedia page for Name That Tune, mm-hmm. it referred to her as... Polish American actress Jane Krakowski. Obviously. And I thought that was a little weird. And I was like, oh, was she born in Poland or did she mm-hmm. live in Poland? No, I looked her up and she was born in New Jersey. And it was like her dad's side of the family is Polish. I was like, okay, then she's not a fucking Polish American actress. <laughs> she's an American. Maybe she's she's in the running for some sort of a Polish actress or an actor. And there's she, a big award. Y- yeah. Or they, she just Polish needs to, she needs people that are uh, talent agencies or uh, there's like a casting big, agencies to be yeah like, there's oh. there's a big affirmative action style push to get some more <laughs> Polacks <laughs> in, the, in the industry. It's good you know that it's catching on as normal when people still say Polacks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. We got to get them either union jobs mm-hmm. and get them to uh, well, I guess to another a different union really. Yeah, on the screen. But so yeah, union Jane- sounds like someone who's struggling to say the word onion. <laughs> okay. Um, Jane Krakowski is the host. Randy Jackson is the band leader. Hey, he's the he's the penis of this show. <laughs> you might say. Randy Jackson. Most people probably know him from American Idol. Yeah, he was also a big time music producer before he was on American Idol. He still is. But I think that's how people most know him from saying things such as it was a little pitchy for me, dog, <laughs> to um, it's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> He's a dog a lot. Yeah. And very monotone, too. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're they're the new dynamic duo. You know, Randy Jackson chimes in probably more than the previous band leaders did on the show. With significantly less dogs this time. Yeah, I didn't hear I didn't hear any dog references. Yeah. But yeah, in the <clears throat> bit of note section where each there's a lot the the stakes are a lot higher money wise on this show than the previous version. Like okay. in the bit of note, it's like ten thousand dollars for the first one, fifteen thousand dollars for the wow. second one, whatever. So the the monies are getting up there into the high uh tens of thousands. Right. House down payment style. Oh, exactly. So but yeah, there are some like in the first episode there was one that said something like when it came to Wednesday, she always had values. And I was like, "Oh, it's the Adams family. This is going to oh, be the Adams yeah. family." And obviously the guy knew that because he said, "I can name that tune in one note." Uh-huh. And then they just played duh. And he, was and he like, said, "The theme from the Adams family." Yeah. And he got it right. So that was easy. <clears throat> there were some that were a bit more obtuse, but weren't too hard to get there. Like, I think the very first one on this episode was um, Maverick had the air taken from him or something. Or something like Or Maverick. Top Gun theme song. Well, it was so they. What I think, is the Top Gun theme song? <laughs> the top, the Top Gun theme song. Into the danger zone. It wasn't that. Um. So, so that was the thing. You knew it was going to be a song from Top Gun when you saw Maverick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I think the guy said four notes he could do it in, and then the four notes were, do do do. Was that three? Do 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 do. So it was take my breath away. Take my breath away. Okay. Um, so yeah, there were strong hints towards that one, and then once you heard it, it was fairly obvious mm-hmm. what it was. And that is that alternates back and forth, raising stakes of money. There's a a round before that where you're just buzzing in to guess the uh tune that's being mm-hmm. played the the fastest whoever yeah. can identify it soonest buzzes in kind of kind of like the original version except without running they took the bell, out. bell they took the bell out just for liability purposes right today there were know. so many injuries with hands uh, with aggressive bell ringing there was a lot of there there were people kind of 
pushing each other as they were sprinting. Oh, okay. So, you know, we want to get some of that stuff out of the game. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like helmet to helmet hits. We're trying to, we're trying to get those out right. of the game. Because there were so many concussions. That... There were a lot of concussions yeah. on Name That Tune. People were struggling to name the tunes afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and so whoever has the most money after the, uh, the bid a note goes to the Golden Medley again, which is, again, the seven songs, 30 mm-hmm. seconds, and you win $100,000 for getting wow. all seven correct. I feel like it didn't keep up with... In- oh, yeah, I guess it did keep up with inflation because it was 25000 for the long syndicated run. Yeah, the 70s one. Yeah, so 25000 um, in the 70s. But a guy got it on the on this first episode, and it, he so I think he won like 138000 overall or Ooh. something like that. Um. Which is a decent amount of money to win on a game show, I'd say. Yeah. Especially when the game show is like, listen to, rah, 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 rah. And say, Bad Romance, Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. No, it is. It's $25,000. $25,000 in 1977 is equivalent to purchasing power of $107,000 today. So they actually kind of shortchanged them a little bit. Wow. Getting screwed. Um, so, so that's pretty much the show. Mm-hmm. There's not there's nothing in this version after there's after the golden medley there's no golden medley marathon with an audience member and there's no new contestant recycle no mystery tune I don't want to see the same person again yeah we get we get these suckers out of here and we get two new people in yeah they do two of these per hour long episode okay in this version here's something that you probably don't know ooh if you watched this first episode okay. or I assume any of the subsequent episodes mm-hmm. this show has a Pollock. Does have have a <laughs> quote Pollock. <laughs> but it is filmed in Australia. And all of the contestants are Americans who have moved to Australia uh-huh. because they don't want you to know that it's filmed in Australia. Okay. I think because of COVID, they like had more uh, fewer restrictions on things in okay. Australia. Like, they filmed this in November, I think. And so they just found expats living in Australia Wow! to film this show. And then they would introduce them as, like, Jonathan from Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Even though that person, like, lives in Melbourne or something, <laughs> yeah. actually. But they, at one point, lived in Dallas, Texas. Is that a large pool of individuals? Does Australia have a, a large amount of Americans? I mean, it's at least four. Because, <laughs> because seen, we know I've seen, from one episode. I've seen four of them so far. <laughs> but I can only imagine there's only going to be like eight episodes of this season. Yeah. And so well, maybe it's just you one episode. 32. Maybe they do one episode per season. And so that was like it. That was the season finale. style. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything is the opener of the finale. This, or the se- a series, as they call it. A series. Thank you. That was good. Wow, you're, have you been practicing? No. Um, I, could, I listened to our podcast. You can't really tell that I'm saying F. Really? Yeah. You need, you need I, better headphones. You need some... Thank you. Some over-ear... What are they called? Because well, the F and the F. Those sound almost the exact same. That's why British people are just very confused. Oh they don't gosh. realize they're saying the wrong thing. Wow. They're so dumb. Oh, that's why we won the revolution. Um, but yeah, so this is this started uh, January 4th or 6th or something like that on Fox. This is basically the first time that Name That Tune has been on TV in any capacity in a really long time. Yeah. There's a weird, like... Um, most of the shows we've talked about you could find on Game Show Network or Buzzer or things like that over the last couple decades. Not so for Name That Tune. Mm. Most of the stuff has been erased. Um, the 74 to 81 version, only the weekly version of that still exists in any capacity. Okay. And then the 84, 85 version. So that's all that has existed for reruns and... I think the last time that it was even rerun on TV was 1996. Wow. On what is now called Freeform, but has been called about a thousand different things over the years. So it definitely wasn't called that at that time. Mm -hmm. It was called like the educational channel or something. Ooh, that's that's got a ring to it. Something ridiculous like that. And before that, it was like the Christian channel. And 
then at some point it was ABC Family, I think. Okay. But now it's Freeform. Freeform. But it doesn't matter because it's not on it that It sounds channel. like if you have a kid and they're in dance classes, but they're not good enough they just, for they just actual do some freeform stuff. Ta- tap or they just do the freeform classes. <laughs> so they just and that's when they their your, bodies and That's when ways. they just let your kids do whatever they want all together, quote, synchronized uh, uh-huh. at, at one time. And you have to sit through it. So any children's dance or performance thing. How dare you? In general. How dare you? Um, are you sh- looking forward to that? Yeah, I am very much terrible, terrible. Yeah. Children's. I mean, I, I'm sure you don't look at the other kids. You just stare at your kid. And, you, and of course, everything your kid does, you're like this. They're great. I love them. I don't know if I would feel that way. Yeah. You would, you I'd would be give like, them a hard talking to after they like, pause time out, time out, <laughs> stop the music. Name that tune. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> you screwed it up. Start over from the top. Uh huh. No, no, just you. Just, yeah. No, other kids, whatever. I don't care what you're doing. You don't matter. <laughs> I'm sure that's how all parents feel. Yeah, I mean, if they care. Mm. But, but yeah, this, uh, there, there were some weird things throughout the history of the show. Like, so they always had a live band. It was never a pre-recorded track sort of thing. Yeah. It, it was never the actual, you know, recorded version of the song. It was always... A live orchestra, a live band. In the 70s, like in the late 70s, 1978, they started getting real weird. They brought in a rock band to complement the orchestral band. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, they brought in backup dancers. So they had people just randomly, weirdly dancing to the songs. They got to from that radio show, man. Got to get some visual stuff Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was the 70s. really had to just... Any visual stimulation we could throw at people was (laughs) colors, bright, flashing, dancing. And that the the dancers only lasted a season. I think people thought that was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, putting a big mascot head on a dancer and having them compete in a dance show sort of thing. Also on Fox. I was going to say. On the same night as Name That Tune. A spawn of one of the most successful shows to date. The Masked Singer? Yeah. Dumb show. Um, Super successful though. Yeah. Well, yeah, Are so you mad because they haven't asked you to be on it? Listen, it's not about being asked to be on the show. Okay. You know. Okay. It's it's about principles and just, mm-hmm. I guess you know, if you're an organization that doesn't recognize talent properly, then oh, okay. why am I going to respect you? Why? Right. Why would anybody want to watch that if you can't even get good talented people? that keep calling and sending in audition tapes. <laughs> yeah. If if you're just going to ignore that, if, if that's the customer service that you uh-huh. provide, yeah. you have the same customer service. Uh, I get better customer service at a Wendy's or something. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No. You know? What? That's McDonald's. God damn it. Sorry. I, I was talking about Vivaldi's Four Seasons again. <laughs> I, that was what I was trying to do. <laughs> and how did Vivaldi tie into that? Well, because think about it. Okay, I will. If you're not going to recognize certain talents mm. the way that people didn't recognize Vivaldi. I think they in, did. I think he was well respected in, in his, his day. Uh-huh. If if it takes you four seasons of this show before you start putting the right people on. Uh-huh. You see? You, right. Do you understand how I'm, it all ties I'm in now? I'm finally... You're weaving me through it. I, I Thank am, you. I'm then you can just... Fox off, you know what I'm nice. saying? Nice, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. God. But yeah, so they, they tried some weird things like that. Um, they do stuff now, which they've done to some extent throughout, but I guess it probably works better now with our editing technology mm-hmm. and the types of uh, digital instrumentation and things that we can do is after somebody guesses, they play like a quick full band 10 second version of the of the chorus or okay or the most famous part of the song something yeah. like that that adds you know some more some more fun to it and everybody in the audience is standing up dancing they're all standing and, up and dancing and bobbing yeah wow and it's kind of feels like a waste of time how dare you <laughs> because 
I just can't imagine being one of those audience members. And it's like, all right, here's what's going to happen. People, somebody's going to answer a question. Then they're going to start playing a song. You all need to fucking stand up, look enthusiastic, dance, bob back and forth. Yeah. Do whatever your best dance moves are. Mm. Um, you think they screen those people to make sure they don't have bad dancers in the audience? I think they screen them to make sure they don't have COVID. Yeah. And then and whoever's many, left after that. Yeah. How it, many audition tapes have you sent in to be the audience member as well? It's not about whether I've sent in 14 or 15 audition tapes, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just about enthusiasm and people not recognizing <laughs> what enthusiasm is all about, I yeah. guess, because the people on the show are frankly pathetic. Okay. Some of the worst audience members I've seen. Um, wow. Watching it at home. I feel like I bring more to the show. Than, are you, than are you like a dance mom? at home watching this, like you're doing the correct dance moves and you're screaming at people who are doing them incorrectly. Of course. Okay. To teach them. Right. I want them to be better. I want them to be as good as they possibly can. Yeah. And what's happening right now is they're being limited by the small capacity of their talent, talent, brains, uh, commitment. Uh, I just want the best for everybody. Yeah. And that's why you are a honorable person. Thank you. I'll be hanging out with Groucho over there. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's pretty much the, the gist of the show. It, like like I said, very basic. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is about the 10th game show that at some point I've said, like I said, very basic. Because it is. Yeah. It's a very simple concept. But that makes it all the more impressive that you can get... 10 plus years out of this simple idea. Right. And it's it's just something, again, that's very easy to play along with at home. You're yelling out the answers. Mm -hmm. You're Um, dancing out the answers. You're you're dancing when they're playing the chorus. Uh Yeah. I I think that's what works in its favor is people at home just playing along. There, There are a lot of game shows now, or purported game shows, like don't, for example, where you you can't play along at home. That's not part yeah, of the fun at all. You know, you're just watching, and all their filler time is annoying you. It's like when you are a younger sibling and you just get to watch your older brother or sister play video games or right. do things, and you're not allowed to compete, but you have nothing else to do. So you're going to do that. What else are you going to do? Nothing. Name that tune. That's what Name. you're gonna do. <laughs> you play it yourself. I bet you can play that yourself. I bet you can. I bet there's something that allows you to play uh, play random song on YouTube. Yeah, like I mean, a chat or like roulette, shuffle but no your dicks. iTunes or something. Yeah. Well, what's the point? <laughs> do you think chat roulette? Do you know was chat roulette an honest or uh, I guess an innocent thing, and then it became tainted or? Um, yeah, I think so. Just like every other thing in the world. Right. Like, I think there were many, many things that were invented for innocent, regular purposes. Like the internet. That were quickly, yeah, that were quickly co-opted for more, uh... Sinister. Sinister things. You know, like Facebook. (laughs) Twitter. (laughs) Etc. Snapchat's the opposite. I think Snapchat was Snapchat started for like sending dick pics. <laughs> yeah. And then it became a thing for like 14-year-olds to do dances or something. Well, that's TikTok. Isn't that the same thing, really? No, it's not. It's so different. You're so old. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're so old. The only reason I know this is because people hit me up for freelance work and they want TikTok scripts. And my scripts are TikTok dance scripts. like an idiot. Yeah. How long can a TikTok be? Do you not? Uh, no clue. You don't have a TikTok? No. You have a Snapchat. I do. You were always like pushing the Snapchat. Because I had Snapchat stock. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, hey, man, I'm sending you some snaps. I'm like, no, stop. Just fucking text me. <laughs> but you don't get it. I can't text you a picture of my face with dog ears on it. That would take me too long to draw that in <laughs> okay. iPhone editor. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, name that tune. <clears throat> it's a fine show, I think. I thought it was pretty damn good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I think you have a... I'll tell you why I I think it's pretty damn good. Yeah, I'd love to hear. To me, it was the Frankenstein of game shows. In that, I swear to God, I swear to God, she was trying to name the tune. (laughs) 
She knew. She didn't know. Oh. She said, I can't name that. Because we weren't singing. Hey, Siri, name that tune. She doesn't know. Um, the Frankenstein of game shows. The Frankenstein of game shows. it threw a little girl into no. the lake no. and killed her. In that, it brought a whole bunch of pieces from different game shows together in one. Like a spinning wheel. So yeah, the spinning wheel was in the '70s mm-hmm. syndicated version. It would, right, it would land on the a, second round, I believe. You yeah. would spin the wheel. One part of the wheel had a double on it, and the other one had a monetary right money. Right, how mm-hmm. much? How much you're winning for that song? They had straight up cash that they just gave to you. Yeah, they had prizes that you could win. Yeah, each yeah. round. Yep, even on this new version, there was like a weird, like, in the first round, they wouldn't even tell you in advance. It would just be like, (laughs) you got the question right, and they'd be like, and by the way, you also got a coffee machine. And they didn't even say a brand or anything. It wasn't like a sponsored thing. They were just like, you got a coffee machine. Yeah, it was like uh, clearly a used, dirty (laughs) coffee machine. Yeah, it was Randy's. (laughs) He had just gotten a new Keurig. What the fuck do I need this for? And they had a huge grand prize. Even in the seventies, I felt that twenty five thousand dollars was pretty. It's big. a lot of money. You could you could do a lot with twenty five thousand dollars in the seventies. I mean, if it was cocaine, what wise. it's worth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred thousand dollars worth of cocaine for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, so that's why I thought it was great. I thought every round had something slightly different in the seventies version at first. That the, the right. long syndicated run, right? And they would mix it up in the seventies version with the the first or second round would would change up a little bit. There was always still like the bit note and the golden medley mm-hmm. uh, to close out the show. But the, the first couple of rounds, they would do some, some different themed sort of, uh, sort of games. Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, fine is the, the best. I, th- I think what I struggle with is the filler. There's, there's a lot of filler and even going back to the fifties version, there's a lot of, backstory that you're getting from people yeah. that quite frankly my dear i don't give a damn yeah. get it that's like a 50 was that 40s when is that movie casablanca yeah um but i think i think the actual gameplay is fun like i said i think it's always good when you can yell along at your tv at home sure that always makes a game show fun mm-hmm and Especially, it makes it easier for Amazon to track that's true. you they and hear, know what you're doing. Because if you're not doing. speaking, Alexa can't suck in information. From right. You. That's true. And it makes it more fun to watch with other people at home as well. Right. Because you can stop screaming at them for being bad people and focus that onto your television. Exactly. And start screaming at them for being bad at guessing songs yes. properly. So, I mean, I... I like the gameplay. I don't love the slowed down bits in between where mm. we're talking about random nonsense. Even like in the fifties, the, the one episode that was like a kind of a highlight clip show that still exists, there was this cowboy guy and this British woman mm-hmm. who was pretty hot. Yeah, from uh, Australia. <laughs> yeah, from Australia. She was lived in England, moved to Australia. Even back then, they were worried about the COVID. So <laughs> yeah. they were doing it all on Australia. Uh-huh. And like half of the show was just the two of them flirting with each other. Whoa. And like, don't get me like, if, if listen, if you're if you're that woman and you're still alive, hit me up. Uh, Yikes. Well, for what? Hit you up for what? Weed? That's what people say. That <laughs> no. hey, dude, hit me up for some for some dope. Hit, what? Nobody says that. Hit me up for some dope. Maybe if you're as old as these people from the fifties are, <laughs> you would say that. But no, she was pretty. She was pretty good looking, okay. and and the, and he was very shy. He was a shy little cowboy. He was a shy little cowboy man. <laughs> and they were just flirting with each other. And then he got her free tickets to the rodeo. Apparently, he's not and too then, shy. So here's a here was a catch in the fifties version. So if you tie, after the. You know, the ring in the ship bell round. Uh huh. If you're tied, you go to the golden medley and you just play together Whoa. instead of like there being a tiebreaker. Like in the in the 70s, they introduced a tiebreaker song. Yeah. Now it's or in the 50s, it was like 
you guys do the gold medley together. Yeah. And so like they won. And then the next week there was the, the audience member from home was there with them. So it was like three people. They were, fucking, they, they were beating it in with like 14 of the 30 seconds left because <laughs> it was so easy with that many people helping. But, but again, even when they had that member on, that woman's like, I've got five children at home and I want to talk. I want to ask you some questions that my boys asked me about being a cowboy. And it was like five minutes of this and there's no game being played. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I get it. He's a cowboy yeah. and he doesn't talk very much. And that's what it feels like now too with a lot of these is like, what do you want to tell your kids watching at home? I hope they're not watching. I hope they should be in bed. Right. Do you know what time this show is even airing? Have we even announced that yet? Yeah. You don't know. You're a terrible mother. Maybe it's maybe it's the mom from Sixth Sense that makes sure her kids are always sick and lying in bed, and they oh, should the they should never not be out of bed. Munchausen by proxy is that what that's called? I think so. Yeah, but uh, like I said, fun game. Munchausen sounds like <laughs> sounds like somebody you can't say. Yeah, what? Much houses? I don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. All right, I think we need to wrap this up. <laughs> we have Before a lightning round. Oh, we have a lightning round? Yeah. We, wait, we have a... Buzzer rating. Do we need to do buzzer rating first? Oh, yeah. I'll give it a uh, three out of five. Okay, I'll give it a four. Okay. And now we are moving into the... It's a lightning round. Do you think that was enough time? I edit, feel like that was plenty of time. Okay. Yeah. So, welcome to the lightning round. We have not done this in are a while. Are you going to be humming? No, I am not. I Are you going to be playing something? I have multiple. I have 10 YouTube clips pulled up. Wow. We have 10 songs. Okay. These are going to be a mix of either instrumental. So not the real version of the song? Correct. Okay. Um, so it's going to be either. Most of these are instrumental versions of the okay. song. We have one that is a cover. We have some cello, viola, and violin. Wow. Instrumentals of songs. I'm going to take this buzzer here. Okay. And I'm going to play you uh, maybe about 10 seconds, maybe five seconds. We'll okay. see. Some of these are, are a little easy. But okay. So we're going to start with number one here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess you have five seconds. I'll give you five it seconds on the timer. Ago. To guess. Actually, I'll just play five seconds of the clip. All right, here oh, we go. Okay. Wow, this keeps getting harder. Ready? Okay, yeah. I don't hear anything. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> this is one of the harder ones. This one's a little... Let's start off with the artist. This one's a little yeah. obscure. Uh, it was Indie Rockers by MGMT. This was a cover by Soccer Mommy. Okay. See, I don't even really know that song. Great song. Everybody should listen to it. And okay. all of MGMT. Well, okay. that first, album, maybe not the second or third or fourth album. <laughs> okay. Second. Yep. This is going to be very familiar to you. Okay. Uh, this is Hands Down by Dashboard Confessional. Correct. This is the Vitamin String Quartet. This is the same exact group that we would listen to. That we talked about on a previous podcast. Correct, yes. I hope there's some bluegrass modest mouse in here. There is not. Okay. Uh, there's not. Next. Yep. I feel like I know it, but I don't. Okay. This one's tough. John, I didn't know it okay. either. Song for Guy, Elton John. Okay. Did you know? Do you know that song? Uh, I've probably heard it, okay. but I don't, okay. like I couldn't sing it. I right thought it was a little, maybe a little obscure, but okay. that one came up a lot when I searched Elton John instrumental. It was like a thousand versions of that song. That's weird. Next. It's not a French Canadian. It's not song for Guy. No, it's not song for okay. Guy. Guy La Liberté. Oops. What's going on? Wait. I missed the buzzer. That's okay. Uh, there was, see, I, here's the problem. I don't think I know what it is, but there was a, um, 
a, a symbol sound that I recognized from Float On by Modest Mouse. So. That is correct. Is it? That is correct. Okay. That is correct. Okay. Um, next. Oh, I know this. Uh, yes. Um, Genie in a Bottle by Christina Aguilera. That is correct. Uh. That is correct. Next clip. I don't know. It sounds real like Irishy or Scottishy, so I don't. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Ed Sheeran, perfect. Oh, hey, look, he's kind of Irishy. He's Scottish-y kind of Irishy a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Next. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What is this like, Paganini? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna let you listen to a little more. Okay. Vivaldi Sports. No, you're gonna get this. I'm gonna keep playing it. Oh my god. Oh. Um. I know what it is now. I know you do. Don't Is this um? Thunderstruck by ACD. Yes, it is. <laughs> God, it is. The beginning does sound like a very fast Vivaldi situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I didn't realize I like, that. Yeah. Okay, uh, we have three more. Three more. Okay. Next. Oh, Surfing USA. That's correct. This is a cover by Old Guitar Monkey. He is a very old man who sits in front of a green screen while things play in the background related Monkey's to the songs. Second to last. Oh, oh. Oh, God. Damn it. Uh, um, that's what friends are for. No, no I'm gonna give you a hint. What is it? I know you know uh, this one. It is by a female singer. Okay, Whitney Houston. Okay, is it uh, um, the song from the Bodyguard? I think it is the greatest love of all. Oh, uh, is that from the Bodyguard? I don't know, but yeah, I know that song. And last one. Okay. This is my favorite one. This is a girl named just Veronica. She does violin covers of songs. Okay. Give me a second. Okay. You don't know? I'm no good at this. Okay. It's Hotline Bling by Drake. Oh, yeah. I hear it now. You seem to... the I The, the string instruments seem to kind of throw you for a loop. Yeah, for some reason. I get it. I mean, when you think of string, you immediately think of some sort of orchestral piece. <clears throat> yeah. But, I mean, you did really well with the, the string quartet, but the dashboard songs are so clear yeah. what they are. Yeah. Hotline bling. Yeah, that makes Hotline sense. Hotline bling. That makes sense. God. Okay. Um, so I wasn't keeping track, but you got most of those, right? I don't know. Like, then like you got half. six. Then you got six. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take Let's it. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see what you got. You got <laughs> Indie Rockers. You did not get. No. Vitamin Quartet. You did. Yeah. Elton John. No. Float on. Yes. Genie in a Bottle. Yes. Perfect. No. Thunderstruck. Eventually. Thank you. Surfing USA. Yes. Okay. So you so got five. five. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. Um, 
I did better on the actual game. Name that tune for yelling at my TV at home. <laughs> okay. I was pretty solid at that. I got okay. most of them, I feel like. More than half, at least. But yeah, it's. I think it's still a recommend to check out and play along. It's a fun thing to have on the TV if you got nothing else going on. I would recommend it. Even yeah. the even the seventies version, it was fun to watch, and I had no. Well, I mean, some of them I knew, but right, like the fifties version was very hard for me. I, sure. I knew very few of yeah. the songs, mm-hmm. but I got a couple of them, so nice. I was happy about that. Nice. I was really excited. Yeah. So that's that's name that tune. That's me naming that tune very poorly. Mm. Um, I'm gonna have to figure out a way to edit these tunes into the mix. Don't worry. Send me all the links. Uh, you've got all the links. <laughs> I made it a little difficult for you by stopping and starting some of them, but I've got the exact time where we started Perfect. them. Don't worry. Perfect. Thank you. Um, yeah, that was named that tune. I gave it a three out of five buzzers. Monty gives it a four out of five buzzers. Mm-hmm. And this has been another episode of Come On Down the Game Show podcast. Check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Come On Down Show, comeondownshow.com, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week with an all new game show to talk about. Until then, we will see you guys later. Fox. Off. <laughs> 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 <laughs>